0: new in town. In Gotham City, Batman and Robin protect us, even from plants and flowers. <laughs> what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age! <laughs> what do you
1: expect me to do? I've not Gotta quote this
0: fucking movie, <laughs> ever? Oh come on, Connor! You're not gonna put me in the cooler.
1: Oh my god! What
0: it is, everybody? Welcome to episode 75 of Fish and Connor Saw a Movie. My name's David Peather, but you can call me Fish. With me, as always, is my favourite sack of shit.
1: Connor McDonald Here I am, you fucking filth. Filthy bastards, how
0: are you? Well Connor, we had a bit of fun last week getting away from the Batman films, get, getting into a bit of Deadpool, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, but, a little bit
1: of Deadpool.
0: But now we're back onto the Batman retrospective, because we're watching all the Batman movies leading up to Batman v Superman at the end of March. Uh, yes, yeah, son! And today yeah. we're onto one of the probably notoriously shittest film, if not just superhero films, but sh- shittest film of all time batman and robin but what we're going to discuss today is is it actually really that bad i'm sure we can find some things to talk about there but first of all i want to um just quickly get back into my oscar updates because connor i finished off uh the list i finished off. yeah i did I i saw the last two which were the big short and room and both pretty solid flicks in fact, The Big Short, um, I was really surprised because, you know, it's all about stocks and fucking yeah. all this bullshit that just goes over my head. But they really dumb it down. It's Adam McKay, you know, Mr. Mr. Anchorman and Mr. Stepbrothers. Very different sort of film for him. It was, it was kind of fun. It, was, it had a light tone about it for such a, a kind of a grim thing like the economic collapse in 2008 or whenever it was. A quick score for that one, I'd probably give it a three. Out of five? I won't watch it again because there's too many numbers getting thrown around. But um, Christian Bale is awesome. And Steve Carell's awesome too. So you'd probably like it. Yeah,
1: I want to see it. It's not showing at the cinema I work at at the moment because we're renovating. So we've only got four cinemas open.
0: Well, uh, but Room is fucking fantastic. If Mad Max wasn't in the running for this Best Picture thing, I would say Room is number one. Room is...
1: what's room about
0: basically it's about this girl who's been trapped in a room for seven years and in that time um like i don't want to give too much away but basically she has a son in that time and starts to raise this kid in this room and he the kid's only ever known the room that's that's his world eventually they get out of the room and it's kind of them adjusting to the real world and this kid like figuring out how big the world is and you know, how different everything is. Oh, man, it's it's just incredible. And the kid who plays the little boy should have been nominated for something because, Jesus Christ, how do you get kids to act like that? It's just out of hand how good it is. It's the best Oscar bait film, if that makes sense. I think it should win Best Picture, but I don't think it will.
1: I want to see... I'll have to go see it.
0: Yeah, I give it a 4... Four out of five.
1: Four, all right. That's a pretty good score for us. Yeah, as well. it's up there with Spotlight yeah, for me. Shit.
0: But anyway, enough about that bullshit. Let's talk some Batman and Robin. Would you be so kind as to tell us what the fuck happened in this movie?
1: All right, so some shit happens. Uh, Mr Freeze wants to save his wife, so he tries to save his wife, and at the same time, he wants to kill everyone in Gotham. And Poison Ivy wants to kill everyone in Gotham. And Bane. Where's the fedora. (laughs) Batman and Robin stop the three of them from doing anything naughty. The end.
0: You're the the storyteller of a generation, you are.
1: What fucking hell? What else? It's a fucking superhero film. All of them have said the same thing. The bad guy wants to kill everyone, and then the good guys stop them. That's all that happens. Poison Ivy likes fucking plants. Wants more plants. Mr. Freeze is mad that his wife dies. Wants to freeze everyone. Batman and Robin fucking are like, all right, don't do that. <laughs> the audience is aware of how superhero films go. I don't need to tell them exactly what happens because I'm about to fucking scream about it, all of it, because all of it is an issue. Oh, <laughs> God.
0: Well, let's let's start off with how this became a thing because you know, with the huge success of Batman Forever, Warner Brothers jumped straight back into into production with Batman and Robin, like, within a year or something. Not even that. A lot of the the actors and stuff, like Chris O'Donnell, who, you know, comes back for Robin, was all like, shit, we just got straight back into it. I felt like we just finished the press tour for Batman Forever, and all of a sudden he was suiting up as Robin again. The big thing that's different is, obviously, Val Kilmer's not back.
1: Yeah, he's gone. What happened to him?
0: He says that he chose not to reprise the role uh, due to scheduling conflicts with The Saint, which was filming around the same time. But Joel Shoemaker says that he had had difficulties with him on the set of Batman Forever and, uh, you know, didn't want him back anyway. So he kind of quit and kind of got fired. Right. Which, you know, I have heard that Val Kilmer is a bit difficult.
1: Well, after what you told me about when you met him, fuck that guy.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Shoemaker, you know, originally pitched a darker idea wanting to go back to Batman's roots, but... Yeah, Warner Brothers wanted it to be I think the word they use is toyetic.
1: Toyetic.
0: Toyetic, yeah. So toy companies were actually brought in in pre production to help design like the Batmobile and the costumes and stuff so they could be sold as toys.
1: Now, this is what (laughs) I find super entertaining because it was like one of the biggest issues I had with this film was that this film is a two hour toy commercial. (laughs) Like
0: it's funny you say that because I watched the the making of this, and Chris O'Donnell actually says on Batman Forever, it felt like I was making a movie. In the second time round, I felt like I was making a kids' toy commercial. <laughs>
1: it, that's what it fucking looks like, honestly.
0: It fucking does. Like, yeah.
1: there's just there's one bit that I was like, what the fuck? Where they're wearing their costumes and they're fighting Poison Ivy, and then Batgirl drops in, and all three of them are wearing the usual costumes. And the next minute, they're like, "Come on, we've got work to do." And then the next scene, which is just after it, is them in the Batmobile, Batgirls on a bike, Robin's on like a like a hovercraft, hovercraft? Thing, yeah, hovercraft. and they're all wearing like different outfits. They're all yeah. wearing like silver and black. <laughs> what that literally. I was like, that's like the ultimate toy version, like, yeah. where you get the normal ones, and then you want the really cool alternate costumes, the so deluxe, you get the deluxe, the deluxe
0: yeah. Batman, that's like 30 bucks instead of 15,
1: exactly, I was like, and I was like, that's fucked, like, that's <laughs> all I could think of myself, that's fucked, man, I actually think Honestly. I had
0: that toy, <laughs> no, but it is, I, and uh-huh. it's so, it's so obvious with exactly that, like, why did they change costumes? And why would they have different costumes? Like, the whole thing is that he's black. Like, Batman's in black and darker yeah. colors so he can blend into the night. But he just happens to have, like, an ice costume. suit. <laughs> and even oh worse is that Batgirl had one suit because Alfred just decided to fucking make it for her. But she has two different suits?
1: Yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ. that's
0: but there's so many, like, vehicles and, like, you know, Robin's got a badass bike now that only shows up for yeah. a little bit. Uh, the Batmobile's been beefed up. They've got all sorts of, you know, toys. Like, he's like Batman's got a laser pen. That fucking laser pen that he... They've got, that he melts. They've
1: got fucking laser pens. More importantly, Batman has two of the best gadgets known in superhero history in this film. Yeah. And they are just genius. He's got... Built-in fucking ice skates
0: <laughs>
1: and a Batman credit card.
0: The Bat Card. That.
1: Ching. <laughs> oh my fucking god! What the fuck was that? That. Oh, oh my god!
0: They're well, lying on
1: well... ice and in sync. In <laughs> sync. They click open their skates.
0: Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, it's it's fair to say that. You know, we talked about how there was a bit of a, a tone change from Batman Returns to Batman Forever, but this, what the hell? They just went, yeah. they just went full throttle with this one. Like,
1: like it's that. I think this was something we spoke about was that we in Batman Forever we were talking about how it, while it was good to have it a little lighter and it felt a little more authentic and not as quirky as you know fucking in uh, Batman Returns. Ah, it still needed a bit of darkness, and so to go into Batman and Robin, which is just next fucking level, like, (laughs) oh my goodness, like, they they even have, like, cartoon sounds in it now, when, uh,
0: like, when they slip over and ship, it's like, yeah. yeah,
1: and then they have, oh man, that opening sequence made me, just, or gave me all sorts of grief, what the fuck, man, why the fuck are they playing ice hockey? (laughs) <laughs> why? Why is it a weapon they have? Why? Why is Mister Freeze a villain? Like, hey guys, you guys probably to have to fight Batman and Robin. Um, here's some hockey sticks. Uh, have fun. Like, it makes no fucking sense. And then at the same time, Batman and Robin, when they click that, they oh, when they click those skates together, oh my goodness, and they start playing hockey. That was just. That was just insane well I, I
0: started getting a bad feeling when you know batman slid down the dinosaur's Asshole. tail and uh oh, and then jumped on the ice skates it was kind of like oh, okay but i'll tell you what at this point i was going with it i was trying i was trying to just be like okay i know this is going to be silly and i need to just sort of lower my expectations and try and enjoy this for what it is because i yeah. there's something here like i love power rangers and I love, um, it actually reminded me a lot of a um, live action Ninja Turtles show in the late 90s called Ninja Turtles The Next Mutation. It's like nearly exactly the same, like costumes and lighting and the way it's shot and the, and the silly sort of feel about it. And I love that show. And I have actually went back and watched a few episodes not too long ago and still had fun with it. But it's it's just a bit harder to get into it, because we have these expectations for Batman, like we keep saying, and I really tried to switch them off and i'll I'll tell you I'll tell you where uh that's stopped working where? <laughs> but it uh it, in in this in that opening scene, I was kind of going with it I was like, oh yeah Arnie's yelling a heap of ice puns and and we're oh, having God. and we're having um you know they're skating around I, like like you, you said, you say it doesn't make sense that they have hockey sticks and they're dressed like hockey players and stuff, but like in this silly universe, it kind of does. So I'm going with it at the moment.
1: Look, I know that, like, I was thinking about this as well. That we often are like, all right, well, you know, obviously, our expectations of what we already know Batman to be have a huge effect on these films. Yeah. Doesn't matter for Batman and Robin. When I was watching this film, I was not thinking that's not what Batman would do. I expect Batman to be like this. That's not right. I was just like, what the fuck is this shit? This is terrible. I would, if I went back to 1997 and I was 19 years old and watched Batman and Robin, I'd be like, what the fuck is this shit? If I was 15, I would have been like, what the fuck is this shit? It didn't, like, I never was sitting there thinking about how they represented Batman at all, to be honest. I don't even I don't even think i ha- I've had a thought about it i'm just I've just sat here thinking about a film now like yeah. it's not even Batman Universe it's just a film yeah, and it just so happens that the main character is in a ridiculous fucking suit with nipples, oh my God, they have made the nipples bigger than the last film. Yeah. <laughs> The nipples are larger than what they used to be. Yeah. And then Poison Ivy even makes a joke where she's like, oh, there's something about an anatomically correct suit. Yeah. And I'm like, don't you fucking joke about this. Don't you fucking sit there, Schumacher, and think, oh, I'll, I'll let the audience know I'm aware of it, and that way it's fine. It's not fucking
0: fine. He has said that um, he he never really understood what the big deal was with the nipples because it was supposedly... Uh, like the the casts for the, the bodies were off, you know, Greek gods or something like that. So it's like, it is correct to what the perfect body is supposed to be. And that's his sort of defense.
1: <laughs> Fucking idiot. Uh, I actually had a thought while I was watching the film where I was like, I wonder what Joel Schumacher said when he defended this choice. And that was exactly what I thought he would have said. He yeah, would have yeah. been like, because it's the perfect body. Fucking idiot. But,
0: fucking... Like, but listen, look, I, I, I really don't have a problem with the nips too much in, in terms... Like, yeah, when, once you notice them, they're hard not to see. But, like, I kind of go with what he's saying in terms of, like, yeah, it's it's sculpted off fucking gods. So whatever, that's fine. But they're calling attention to it by yeah. doing these fucking stupid gear-up scenes where they do zoom-ins oh on the God. chests where we can see them. And even worse, they do fucking arse shots again. The, and this time we get a double arse shot. We get both Robin and Batman. You get Batgirl as well. And then Batgirl, it kind of lingers on her butt for a bit.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> fucked, by the way. I need to bring that up. Like, that was that really bothered me was that they do Batgirl's gear up and then the music's playing and they do the arse shot and the arse shot
0: holds. Holds it there, longer yeah. Longer
1: than the Batman and Robin shots. I'm not even... I'm not... Any sort of fucking progressive feminist at all. But for fuck's sake, that was pathetic. Like, that was so low for a film that's already just being total fucking ridiculous, totally ridiculous. And the music quietens, quietens as well. Does it? So, yeah. So it's like all intense. And then there's all these sound effects. Because, you know, it's like, dun.
0: Yeah, no, I think you're right.
1: And then the R shot, it's silent. And I'm like, oh, fuck off. Like, honestly, that's pathetic. Just Jesus Christ! But yeah, that was um, that was really, really annoying.
0: When I saw that, I um, I thought that, that was like Shoemaker's way because you know obviously from uh Batman Forever where we had the butt shot and there was a lot of like the nipples started to come into it and stuff. Like there was a lot of uh talk of the homoerotic yeah. tendencies in the Batman series now that Joel Shoemaker was bringing. So what I saw that he was trying to do. With that stupid butt shot of Batgirl, was like, we'll linger on this a little bit more, just so you know that we like chicks. Yeah. You know, like I don't suck dick, whatever. But it's just silly, like it's so unnecessary. And then there's like the the titty shot as well. Like there's a big zoom in of of her breasts.
1: Why the fuck does Batgirl wear, wear heels, by the way? Yeah. That's like stupid. What the fuck was that? I oh, Jesus Christ, hmm. that was ridiculous. This is oh my god, my head. <laughs> I watched this film, just so you guys know, I watched this film at about 1 in the morning, 12 o'clock, something like that. So, I'm like, I'm, it's pretty fresh in my mind. <laughs> like, I haven't had a chance to kind of like sit down and be like, oh, no, 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 let's think about it. I've just been like, fucking hell.
0: God damn. <laughs> you were just having the nightmare at 1 o'clock in the morning. The
1: other thing I need to bring up before, before I forget, I don't know if you've picked up on it, is that they fucking reverse a shot.
0: Oh, was that that shot of um, Robin in the water? Yes. Yeah.
1: They fucking reverse the shot and it's the most obvious thing. Why would you try and reverse a shot in fucking water? In <laughs> fucking water. It does not look the same going backwards. It was ridiculous. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I, that was a moment where I was like, that's a the new low that's not just like joel schumacher fucking up that's like the editor making the dumbest decision i've ever seen an editor make well it's like Like, something
0: you can you can forgive on a youtube video but for a big hollywood budget of like 128 million dollars they couldn't afford to fucking reshoot that like it's chris o'donnell just call him back in it's not george (laughs) clinton you know god damn
1: i could not believe it I heard Chris O'Donnell hated his mask as well. Apparently, the glue that was keeping his mask on like fucking ruined his face for ages because it was so itchy and irritating.
0: Yeah, he did whinge about a lot. But it's funny, um, actually watching the the making of of this of this movie, um, like Chris O'Donnell just rags on it. Chris, oh, yeah, really? George Clooney rags on it. Joel Shoemaker rags on it. everybody. Is like, oh, we know we fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and like you know they try to make up their excuses and stuff and look this movie is corporate cinema at its best like we've said it's one big toy commercial and these are what these guys are getting paid to do and and unfortunately the producers and the toy companies have come in and fucked everything this this could have been a cool idea like the I don't mind the Mr. Freeze character. I don't mind like, you know, his whole thing where he's trying to freeze Gotham and all that sort of thing. And I don't mind bringing Batgirl in and all these things, but like let's let's do it in in if it was done like Batman Forever, it would have been fucking great. Yeah. But it's just gone super silly and yeah, I don't know. It's it's just so overproduced that it's
1: I think Joel l- listen, I think Joel Schumacher isn't an- Innocent though he definitely fucked up. Batman Forever wasn't a perfect film, and I can definitely see his influence over all of it, and it's not good.
0: Yeah, but Joel Shoemaker's actually a, a decent director as well. Like things like A Time to Kill, um, I think it was his film. He's he's done some really good stuff, but I can't I can't say he's innocent because yeah, yeah. He, you can see his influence from Batman Forever, and it's funny because he says he thought he would get more creative control because of the success of Batman one, Forever and yeah. in fact it was the opposite so it all got taken away from him but then he's still going with it like he's still you know he's doing what he's being paid to do but apparently before every take now he's saying remember everyone remember this is, is a, this is a cartoon like come on yeah <laughs> like at least try and stand up for yourself a little bit <laughs> like, yeah it's
1: God. pretty pathetic. Like, um, oh damn like okay, so the one thing people seem to get out of this film, which is really sad, is Mister Free Mister Freeze's uh one-liners. Yeah, that's kind of. And this film is literally just every character doing one-liners the whole way through the film. Oh man, character. this
0: movie has more fucking puns than the nightly news. It is out of hand how many puns are. And- remember-, remember how much we whinged about like Catwoman in Batman yeah. Returns, and that feels like. That feels like it was, like, brilliant writing now compared to this.
1: (laughs) When I watch this film and I hear Miss Arnold Schwarzenegger, I understand why people love it. It's just a piss take. He is just a fucking piss take. His puns don't even make sense. What the fuck, Schumacher? What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. No one fucking didn't. The Ice Age didn't kill the dinosaurs. (laughs) Never did it. A meteorite killed the dinosaurs. Or, if you want to believe, a volcano killed the dinosaurs. Not the fucking Ice Age. And then there's the bit where everyone's panicking and freaking out. And he opens the, like, I don't know, his, oh, what does he say? It's something ridiculous. It's so out of place, his pun. You think he's going to say cool off. And he says something else. He's like, hey, everybody, chill
0: or something. Yeah, it's just Yeah, Everybody, chill. Yeah. Everybody, so chill.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Oh
0: my God. Uh well listen, you know and anyone who knows me knows that I'm a huge Arnold Schwarzenegger fan. I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. He is like my fucking hero. Any movie of his I thoroughly enjoy, especially if he's dropping puns all over the place. So you can probably expect that I enjoyed what he brought to this film. <laughs> But um, even for me, it did get to a point where I was like, Jesus Christ, that everything he says is an ice pun, like, Amazing. and it kind of gets old, but then it gets funny again. <laughs> it,
1: and do- then, it does, it's like a roller coaster. Yeah,
0: and then I start, but then I, by the end of it, I was actually impressed with how many ice puns they could come up with. <laughs> like, some of them were hit and miss, but fucking hell, like, they... They kept it consistent, I have to give him that. I, I, I think he kind of looked cool in that suit, though. What did you think of his suit?
1: Oh, it was pretty dope. His suit was pretty cool, but it was just very... It, was, it very much fitted the rest of the film. Um, fit the rest of the film. It was, uh, it was pretty wacky and big. It felt like I was watching Power Rangers, looking at his suit. Yeah, um, yeah. It's cool.
0: yeah. When it it, dope. I, it pretty dope. You know what I, I would have liked to have seen more of, is you know, right at the end, when he you know, comes into Poison Ivy's cell, and he's just like glowing in the darkness. Yeah. That was so fucking cool. I wish there was more of that. Like, this movie is too overlit. <laughs> like, it fits the tone of the film, but like, if they'd gone with that darker thing, could you imagine just like this specter, Mr. Freeze, just like floating through shadows and shit like that? It would have just been really cool.
1: Yeah. Mr. Freeze. I mean, like, Mr. Freeze is a really cool Batman villain. He's like quite the intellectual in the comics and stuff, isn't he? Um, and this is more of like a meathead. He seems like
0: yeah. He's still kind of. I think Arnie played him. or oh, I don't want to say intelligent, but gave him an aura of intelligence with you know all these experiments and stuff like that. I, I didn't mind what they did with him, but it it kind of didn't really make sense with the casting. Joel Shoemaker said that they wanted him to be you know big and beefy, but like you said, the the original Mister Freeze in all other iterations of him is like kind of tiny, he's bald, um, well, he's bald in this, but, like, you know, or all, all, he's just an intellectual dude. In fact, Patrick Stewart was originally slated to play him, which I think...
1: He was, yeah, that would have been perfect.
0: Would have been worked. But then, Patrick Stewart in this kind of movie, nah. No way.
1: <laughs> I mean, like, Mr. Freeze in the comics is also, also, like, uh means to an end. Like, he's not really evil. No. It's more like he just, he's out to get what he, he needs for his wife. He needs
0: to put his wife back, yeah. Yeah, which I, um, I kind of like that about the character. Like, it's it's not really a nefarious... Like, he's not about world domination and, like, every other fucking villain. He's literally just about I helping wife.
1: I love it a lot. And then in this one, like, he even tried... They even tried to maintain that as wacky and, like, evil as he is. He's just trying to get his wife back, which is why he needs those diamonds yeah. or crystals, whatever it was. Yeah. But then, like, like, the most ridiculous like, character motivation I've ever seen where Ivy's like, oh, your wife is dead, Batman did it. And then she goes, she's literally like, why not stop a Batman? Kill everybody in the city. And Mr. Freeze is like,
0: yeah. And you know what? Look, like if, if it was done in a better way, I could have gone with it, but it was just kind of silly the way it was done. Like, if he's lost everything and then gone into a rage and it's like, well, fucking nobody can live if you've taken my wife away from me. Um, I could go with it, but I, I didn't really feel that in this one. You know what's funny, though, is that Arnold Schwarzenegger got the, the top billing in this one. He's above George Clooney. Really? Yeah. Well, that's. I think that's speaking of like how big a star he was at the time. Yeah, he was huge. He, he would have been in his claws like, you want me in this movie? I get, I'm number one. I didn't mind what they did with freeze I, I quite like once i was used to the tone of the film i didn't mind the final scene either you know the big fight with him on the that telescope uh, laser that, thing
1: that didn't bother me i had that man this film is i was just like all right well i guess this is where the characters are now like i didn't, I didn't
0: <laughs> but the one the one thing i i did have a problem with the final scene as as fun as it was generally like i liked when the you know the scientists got frozen and everything was happening oh, and, and fuck batman that sort that of annoying. the whole the whole movie is kind of about the like the theme behind the movie is that batman and robin need to work together and then batman beats him by himself cuz batgirl and robin have been flung outside the fucking tower and they're they're still climbing up and batman does all the work so it kind of it just defeats its own logic
1: they know work together in the film like really they don't really do much together Mm. they kind of have a chat and then they argue and they bicker and that's it which is exactly what Batman and Robin do yeah in every every like piece of media they just fight a lot but um yeah it was fucking annoying (laughs) Jesus Christ Mm. and that bit on the hand when like George Clooney's like slow down you're not gonna make the jump
0: yeah
1: I was like mate if he fucking falls he'll just fucking grapple onto some shit (laughs) and be fine. I just witnessed you two fuckers use the sky as a wave while you rode doors down like surfboards. (laughs) So true. I fucking watched you do that, but you're like, oh, there's a high chance you might miss it, but you've probably got more luck actually getting speed in going off this jump to catch the bad guy. Don't do it.
0: Like, what? But it's, it's it's funny, though, that by turning off his engine, he nearly fucking killed him anyway. Like, he slid to the end of that hand, and he could have fallen to his death, whereas at least he would have had some sort of chance of, you know, making the jump. I mean, he's in a fucking motorbike. It would have made that jump over the Batmobile.
1: The bike probably has ice skates and, like, and, like...
0: It's probably oh, It probably has a fucking helicopter in it, man. It's probably it's
1: so got good. a helicopter in it. Go-go gadget helicopter. And then, like, as he lands, two sets of skis come out so he can hit the snow perfect. Because that's what this movie does. It just fucking blows away your expectations by shitting on them. Um, <laughs> but um, well that listen, oh, listen. that surfboard scene, man that, that that was fucked. That was the most. <laughs> it ridiculous. even
0: says Robin says cowabunga. Good, oh
1: good god, god! But I was like, I was like, okay. Like I understand this movie's wacky. I'm like, okay. Let's just think.
0: That's what I said. At that point, I'm still going with them. I'm like I okay, but like, like they
1: eject out of the pod. I'm like, all right, that's fine. Yeah. They eject out of the pod, and then I'm like, why are they surfing the sky? It's the most impractical thing ever. Makes no <laughs> difference. They're still falling. And then,
0: well, it is a thing.
1: Literally, the only, the only reason it works, is, so, fucking Chris O'Donnell can slightly slide down a roof. When he fucks up. Yeah. That's it. Batman grapples onto something. What the fuck? Wouldn't it just be more practical to get rid of the fucking board and just grapple onto something which is supposedly works as well? This movie just... Oh, my God. Oh, the surfboards. Man, he's, oh, a, wow.
0: he's a young man. He likes snowboarding. He likes surfing. He wants He's not going to let go of it. He's all about the thrill. X Games, there's, baby.
1: There's so much time put in. <laughs> there's so much time put into shots of... The, of Batman, Robin and eventually Batgirl Just driving forward towards the camera Yeah Like so many shots of it Of all these different angles Of all three of them together And it's just so fucking weird Like dear god Why, why, why do you keep showing me this over and over again yeah. I understand that they are together I don't
0: Well listen we got George Clooney as Batman now Um, Which to me With what I know of George Clooney now Seems like great fucking casting. Like, he is, you know, he's, the, he's, the, he's like the Hollywood playboy. He's, he's a good-looking dude. All the girls want him. Men want to be him. Makes sense for him to be Bruce Wayne and probably even Batman. But uh, what did you think of him?
1: I liked George Clooney. I liked him. He was fine. He did a good job. He was good as Bruce Wayne. He was a bit of a playboy, but he was pretty plain as well. Like, he didn't really have much to do. Batman doesn't really have much to do in this film he's pretty just it's just like all the other ones he's just cardboard um they haven't really na- they didn't really nailed Batman at this point, and you can tell he's a bit of cut out, but he's good fun for what he is like he's charming yeah um,
0: listen i I really like him as Bruce Wayne. I think he suits that to a t like last week we talked about how Val Kilmer was really good as Batman but not as Bruce Wayne, and I kind of yeah. see it the opposite way around now like i think he really works as bruce wayne but i didn't really like him as batman at all his eyes just don't suit the bat suit he just it's they're too big and and gumby and cartoony and i, I guess, get what you mean like i guess that's what you know this, that's what this movie is but i still want batman to look like a badass he doesn't look like a badass when he's in the bat suit he looks like an idiot
1: uh he does look pretty goofy but they all look goofy he just i think he just got shit out of luck to be honest with his bat suit.
0: He wasn't really a star by this point. I think he'd done dust till dawn and he was on e r and they all were right. they were shooting this while he was shooting e r so it was like you know he's working working a lot and then you know working as a fucking in a in a hospital fucking show and then coming and doing batman so he's he's all over the place. I don't know. He's just got a charm about him that you can't. You just can't not like George Clooney. It's
1: true. Apparently, he's a really nice guy in real life as well. Apparently, he's super lovely.
0: Uh, I hope so because he. That's the way I. Yeah,
1: you just kind of you kind of look at him and you're like, man, I hope you're cool. Like Mm -hmm. I hope, as I think you are.
0: He actually has boycotted the film though. Like he said, he would never reprise the role after it came out, and he said it was a big, a big fucking waste of money.
1: (laughs) Jesus, I agree though. Like Uh. I can. that's it's pretty pretty harmful on someone's career to make a film like this.
0: Well, shit! I'm surprised that it didn't destroy him because, like, he has gone on to be a big fucking well, deal. stars. So he he did well out of it. Not like Val Kilmer.
1: <laughs> What's Chris O'Donnell doing at the moment?
0: Not much. I don't think I did see him in a um, oh, fucking some TV movie a few months ago, and he's good. He's a good actor, man. I I I rate Chris O'Donnell. I, I think he really he's the one who got fucked by these movies because he didn't do bad. He didn't do a bad job. And, like, we we sort of gave him some props for Batman Forever. And, and I give him some props for this one as well. Like, he worked with what he had and it's obvious that they, they're forcing him to say stupid lines and stuff. But I think he was really the only one who didn't phone it in. He kind yeah. of... He kind of... He just I, uh, is Robin.
1: He is. I agree. I think, to be honest, I think he did... Um... I think he was the best in this film, only because he was the only one that had any real character given to him, mm. and he stuck with it, like, he he stuck with it really well, and that was really impressive. He got a Razzie Award, though, for this. He got a Razzie Award nominated for Worst Supporting Actor, and wow. another Razzie Award for Worst Screen Couple with George Clooney. Yeah.
0: Apparently, it got, like, 11 Razzie nominations, but only one won, and I think that was Alicia Silverstone. <laughs> <laughs> for worst supporting actress. She Which, was fucking
1: boring as uh, shit.
0: Why is she in this film, man? Like,
1: Jesus, no I don't know. Oh, uh, he's also, that's what he's doing. That's where I've seen him. He's um the main star in NCIS. That's right. So
0: he's still working.
1: And that's a good thing. He's gig. On, working heaps, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, good good on, him. on him. Good on him. I liked how he played the, the sort of jealous sidekick He really worked as that. Like, I could, I believed him in that. Like, and when, when, you know, Poison Ivy comes into it and they're kind of fighting over her, like, he's just like this young man, like, no, I'm the young buck and I'm fucking taking the girl, man. You can't have her. Like, Bruce Wayne doesn't get everything he wants. Like, oh, it was great. I liked it.
1: I liked it as well. I wanted to see sort of, I don't know. It would have been cool if he ended up as Nightwing or some shit. I just, I wish, because like, Batman and Robin were never partners. Robin's his sidekick. When I listen to Robin and he's like, we're partners, as a partnership. I'm like, is it the mate? Like, it's fucking Batman. Just give up. He's much cooler. Well, they are, it.
0: they're called the dynamic duo. They, like, they are partners. Yeah, but I
1: wouldn't say, Robin's, like, Robin's. yeah, he's
0: called the sidekick. But I think, especially, like, in the older stuff, he was, they were very much worked together.
1: Yeah, I see him, I don't know, I think, I think just through my knowledge now, I see him as just this. Just like
0: sidekick, sidekick, yeah. I I really would have liked to have seen like there was there was quite a good of tension building up between the two, and I really would have liked to seen that explode, and like it get super dark. (laughs) You know, they have to fight each other, and Batman really had to slap some sense into him, but it didn't didn't quite get to where I I kind of would have liked it.
1: He throws him in paint at one point in like goop.
0: Well, that's yeah. That was just like the... just cool off.
1: Yeah. yeah. Why the fuck does Mr. Freeze never kill them, by the way? He freezes Robin completely, and Batman totally is off guard and is looking down, and he could have easily frozen Batman as well. And then he's like, all right, bye.
0: Doesn't and he actually freeze. say, I'll kill you next time? I yeah. Think, yeah.
1: <laughs> what? Why not just kill him? Like, I don't understand where that came from. Yeah, that was a that was a weird moment for me where I was like, the fuck? Like, why mm. wouldn't you? That was that was low-fuck. Like, even this film the other thing I noticed was none of the police ever have guns there's only one scene in Arkham where they break in and they were shooting down the tower when they jumped but the cops are always coming after Freeze and they just swing at him with batons Mm. that's it they never they never shoot him once they never try and shoot the guy I think
0: they were security guards in the museum um I'm not yeah I'm fairly sure they were just security guards but you're right like, yeah. So these, these are there's the like super touch. super villains in this town. It's time to fucking get out some artillery.
1: <laughs> uh, it just made no fucking sense. I was like, why? Why are you not? Because they just run at it with the and he just throws them off. Like he just literally throws people away. That was the other thing. The acrobatics in this film is are fucking horrid. Like they're disgusting. Yeah. What is this shit? It's- like you can see the way they like. Are, like uh, being suspended by hoists yeah. and shit. Like, it just looks so ridiculous. Oh, my God. It's
0: Ninja Fuck Turtles, me. next mutation, man. That's <laughs> exactly fucking how they oh. shot that shit.
1: And then there's fucking Uma Thurman.
0: Well, now, just when I didn't think anything could get any worse in this fucking movie, Uma Thurman takes the fucking cake. She is horrible. Horrible in this movie. It's true. She is I the worst agree. thing. Like, the in the flash. thing that there is a lot of shit thing, she is the worst thing in this film. I... Oh, man. I could... I It it was actually painful to watch her. She is so fucking lame. She
1: tries to be, like, really seductive and, like, over the top, but she just comes off as really lame and embarrassing.
0: Well, it's funny. When I was a kid, I remember... Because I actually liked this movie as a kid. I need to, I need to bring that back up because... When I was a kid, this was the shit. So when you were talking about before that as a kid, you would be like, what the fuck? I was like, what the fuck? This is great. Um, because I had all the toys. So the toy companies yeah. got me. But <laughs> but I just remember thinking Irma Thurman was like really sexy. <laughs> like they always played like, you know, that seductive music as she would come in and like all the guys were going goo goo for her. And I was always like, wow, man, this yeah. is, this 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 must be what, you know, a real woman's like sort of thing. And at the tender age of ten, watching it now, it is just cringy, 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 cringy. Because so cringy. like Irma Thurman is a good-looking girl, but I, like I don't think of her as a supermodel. You know, I don't think of her as like something that guys would go gaga over like that. she
1: isn't at all. She's just there.
0: So it's like, didn't the casting didn't really work for me? But like, then I get it. It's they're going goo goo for her because of that fucking powder or whatever that thing is that she's blowing in people's face yeah but that's all
1: she does the whole way through the movie she kisses a couple of people and she throws some fucking powder that's literally all she does mm. the whole way through the film it's so weird oh, just that like, she just doesn't do anything else
0: there's one bit where she's like trying to walk sexy along uh like the pipe that's holding that's Keeping oh my
1: um, god that was so uncomfortable. Keeping
0: freezes wife alive, <laughs> and she's sort of like struggling to like actually step on her high heels, and I'm like,
1: this is just awkward. Stop it, stop it. No, yeah, that was that was fucking weird. That is uh, just boring as well. She does nothing. She's like totally redundant the whole way through the f- film, and then just kind of like instigates things, but really she's just a pain in the ass. She not She's just fucking annoying. She's always just being. Uh, I don't know.
0: She's. She doesn't make stupid. sense for anything that she's around. Like, like her team ups don't make sense. Like she teams up with Bane, who's a fucking waste of space. Um, yeah. Just. Oh, big... I'll
1: get into Bane. Give me one minute.
0: Yeah. Well. Yeah, okay. We'll get on to Bane. You know, he's kind of everything that she's against. He got created out of, you know, the toxins that that mad scientist yeah. fucking guy that she worked for, and just. Decides to team up with him? Like, okay. And then, why would she team up with Freeze? Ice and plants don't go together. It makes no sense. Yeah. Is that, like, what is their fucking plan?
1: She's like, I can use him to, like, help me. But she wants to freeze the world to start again with that evil plant monster thing. But realistically, how would she start again if everything's everything's frozen? frozen?
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) so and then they and then they sort of like she acts as if she wants to be with him okay I get that she's probably using him but Mr. Freeze falling for her I don't believe for a second like just because he's just been like okay your wife's dead alright here's this other supposedly sexy girl in front of you may as well get with her
1: he doesn't fall for her does he? she she doesn't fall for yeah he doesn't fall for her does he?
0: I'm fairly sure it's insinuated
1: oh shit I thought I thought he was just like, fuck you. Like, I, I thought he never like actually wanted her.
0: Shit. Th- yeah, I think they both kind of wanted each other at one point. Like, they were actually oh. like... like, But then they are working together. You know, she gets all jealous and talks about, you know, it's a, a one-woman show. And that's why she, you know, she sort of kills off the wife. Because, yeah, I know, you know, I
1: know she's into him and using him, but I didn't know he was into
0: her. Yeah, I don't know. It's flaky. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) It's flaky as fuck. That team-up would never work. I don't want to ever see that again.
1: Fucking last but not least, fucking Dane. Jesus Christ. What on earth was this? Not even that he was a henchman. Not even that he had no personality. Not even that he was literally like a Neanderthal that repeated certain words words mm-hmm. literally I was like alright all that whatever the fuck not even that he was the skinny dude who got in- ingested with venom and like he doesn't actually need the mask to breathe he just needs the mask to stay swole so why didn't the guy just take it off cause he gets forced to do it that's not even the problem <laughs> the problem is that he wears a fucking fedora and a fucking trench coat throughout the fucking film what the fuck was that? That is pathetic. <laughs> oh my God, that is the saddest, most upsetting thing I've ever had to fucking watch. A am fucking... For- what was that? Are you taking a piss, mate? Jesus yes. Christ, that was...
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. Surely, oh surely they were. They can't have not been. Good God. The Bane character is such a, a fucking great character. He's He's intelligent. He's kind of like a mirror image to Batman in some ways, just of like a Mexican descent. And he's big and beefy, yeah, but he's he's still smart. He's not supposed to be this fucking gorilla that they bring out in this movie.
1: He's uh he's fucking huge in a lot of interpretations. Mm. Like he's fucking massive. Like he's a big, big guy. Yeah. Like I'm talking like top stands over But like, he's huge. Yeah he's, he's
0: like on, he's like Hulk like, size. Man. Yeah. yeah.
1: He's on Titan, so he's yeah. this big crazy fucking dude. But in this one he's and in the Dark Knight Rises, which I'm sure I'll talk about when we see that film, but he's just kinda of little, little. It's like a little man.
0: He's a little dude in that one, but yeah. they're a bit closer to you know, what he is in the comics in Dark Knight Rises. I like the fun.
1: way he looks in this one. I'll put I'll give you that.
0: Oh really? Like like his I think he looks silly.
1: No, I like it like in just because in comparison to the way Bane looks in the Dark Knight series, just because I'm like, oh, he kind of looks like a comic book character. Like, I like that. Hmm. Um, but it was still over the top, and they ruin it. because I, I, fucking-
0: I thought he's like, like the veins on his arms and stuff just looks shit. I don't, I don't know. I didn't like it. I, I, it's, it's close-ish to a comic book thing, but it, it yeah. looked like something straight out of that Ninja Turtle show that I was talking about, or Power Rangers. Um, he's a
1: fucking joke, though. Honestly, he's fucking useless. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, Bane. What the hell? So ridiculous.
0: But quickly, um, there is one one more character we haven't spoken about, and that is Alfred. Because this movie is really about Alfred. Yeah, it's true. Which I kind of like. I think he deserved it. I like Alfred's character. He's such a good guy. I mean, you can't help but, like, when when he starts to get sick, it's devastating. Like, you feel the yeah. devastation of, of the characters. Like, it's it's really well done. The whole that, you know, he can just be fixed by a vial of Mr. Freeze's thing or whatever. It's kind of like, okay, whatever. But, like, the actual sickness and and how scared everybody is for, for him to pass away and how, like, you know, yeah. without Alfred, what is Batman? That's all issues that are brought up. And I think it was... Kind of cool. I really wish that they went into it a little bit more.
1: I um, I liked it up until the point he had the same disease as Freeze's wife. And then I was like, oh, fuck's sake.
0: As horrible, is- as horrible as it sounds, I wouldn't have minded if he actually passed away. Like, it would have been a really... No, I
1: would have been happy too.
0: Like, I think I've- it would have been a good uh, sort of rite of passage for Bruce Wayne and yeah. even even um, Robin. Like, for them to sort of get together. Like, you know, they yeah, there's this big bad out there, there's fucking a guy freezing thing and a chick would killer plants, but fucking the real threat is losing Alfred, you know? And yeah. if they'd come together over that, I think that's where they should have gone with this film.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I think that would have been a nice touch. The real hero is the one that brings them together. Because he is the real hero. It He's the only one with any... Fucking wisdom in him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was a the point where I was just like, all right, I'm done. I know what's going to happen. Also, why the fuck is he giving all of his secrets to his brother, like, about yeah. Batman? Shut the fuck up, up Alfred, you dumb cunt.
0: Who, and, yeah. that, and that guy never comes into anything. So, like, no, it was, doesn't. It, was it all just, like, a way of getting Batgirl in?
1: No, I think he genuinely meant for him to take it to his brother, but he, instead he just... Batgirl's a fucking asshole. by the way. A fucking... Asshole, that is your dying caretaker who literally raised you and asked you to do one thing, which is not look at the CD, give it to his brother. His dying wish to you was for you to not look at something and give it to someone else. And you being the selfish fucking stupid asshole you are, immediately open it up, hack in to something password protected. And then look at everything. You prick. Like, that is so fucking... Oh, my God. I was like, what the fuck's wrong with you? And I, I would, I would I go with
0: that. you on all of this, but the fact that he built a Batgirl suit and expected her to do you this... To go ...defeats everything. And it's yeah. so stupid. Like, yes, she should have found out some other way or whatever, or, or even just not have the whole fucking... I need See, to go to my think. brother... Just yeah. say, I'm going to pass it on to this chick. I've already yeah. built you a suit because I think you they need some fucking guidance with the dynamic duo uh, are cracking. We need a feminine side to come in and fucking bring this union together and you can complete the circle. Make it worth it. Don't just fucking throw her in and make up some bullshit thing where she, you know, it glorifies going against your uncle's death. Wish.
1: Yeah, Jesus Christ, it's uh, it... uh, Also, Barbara Gordon is Jim Gordon's daughter. Why have they made her a relative? Is it just because of Alfred? In every Barbara Gordon is Jim Gordon's kid, Commissioner Gordon's kid. That's mm. what she is. Why is she? Why wouldn't they just make it that? This it's the same commissioner that has been in every yeah. single Batman film. Just make her.
0: Well, I think make it was, her like a. I don't I think it was like to you know solidify the alfred storyline
1: yeah i just i don't know that bothered me i was just like real why is this happening why is she suddenly alfred's no whatever yeah really at the grand scheme of things it's like that's like a normal issue a film should have yeah why have you chosen this creative direction (laughs)
0: yeah but
1: not why does batman have a fucking credit card called the bat card that's something more or less i'm not a fan of
0: Hmm. a little bit more a little bit more yeah well, listen. Look, we've we've done a lot of ragging, but I do want to give some props to this film because I actually, uh, I for the most part, I like the way this movie looks. Back are a lot of like the the neon sort of feels of, of Batman Forever. I do like the lighting for what it is. Once I get used to the like the the tone of the film, over
1: bright, like- over lit, fucking, chuck fifty fucking. Redheads and a couple of purple lights in one and just shot. chuck
0: some funky fucking gels over them, but it's, it's, it, it reminded me a lot of a theme park ride, which I really dug, which actually, on, a, on another note, when this movie was made, six flags, the, the theme parks over in the states, all made well not all of them, but a lot of them made roller coasters based on this movie, <laughs> and, which are now all closed. Or changed to, like, the Batman animated series. <laughs> oh Nobody wants to be attached to this shit. But, yeah, like, look, I like the neon gangs and, you know, all that graffiti. Like, I like the scene where Batgirl goes to that, has that bike race. I thought that was fucking cool. It was very much the pod race from episode one. Yeah. It, it means nothing, but it's fucking sick as shit. And I really liked Gotham's, like, architecture in this one. I think this is almost my favorite iteration of gotham because it's so fucking over the top i love it like these big epic buildings and like sculptures of like gods like holding the observatories and shit there's something about it that just i just thought was fucking really cool
1: i i have nothing nice to say about this movie at all i don't like any of it the only thing i liked is arkham arkham asylum like, the layout of Arkham Asylum. Yeah, that was,
0: was epic. Cool. I loved
1: it. I was like, fuck yeah, that was cool as fuck. Everything else, goes suck a dick.
0: Like, production design-wise, Smooth. it's it's for the tone. I think it, it worked pretty well. Like Oh,
1: I, I can't handle it because of everything else. Like, what? I, I knew this film was selling toys. So when I look at the prod design, I'm just like, all oh, this is just fucking to sell toys and shit. It's annoying. It's like everything in this film has some sort of negative connotation attached to it because like the motives behind what they're doing are so fucking obvious. They want to sell fucking toys. So I'm looking at it and I'm like, alright, well I know what you're doing here. Mm. I know why you changed the fucking Batsu middle of the fucking night for no reason. Like, I just, oh my god. It was just very a lot of it just seemed very obvious, I think, which is why I got so salty about it. It was yeah. also late, so I was even grumpier so I was like salty and tired but yeah that's what I thought I was just like it's all just like there to sell shit
0: yeah. I hate it well I did like the toys the toys were fucking cool <laughs> <laughs> I had they fucking
1: the... better be honestly like,
0: I had a like, lot they of better it. be cool they were good toys I remember I got a pack and it had like you could get a pack with Batman and Robin and then I think there was a pack with Poison Ivy and Bane Fairly sure, though, all these double packs and shit. And I, I think I might have had the ice truck as well. You know, Was, little...
1: everything, was everything in this a toy?
0: I'm like almost everything. certain. There was a lot of toys. I remember going into Kmart and there was like a big Batman and Robin section. Like, it was huge. But anyway, let's wrap this shit up. What are your final thoughts on Batman and Robin?
1: Look, shit's pretty dumb, to be honest. It's a, a two-hour toy commercial, as Chris O'Donnell puts it. It's pretty insulting to watch. And it's pretty sad to see you know, this universe slowly be built and what could have been a really wacky different style to the superhero genre that we haven't seen before because it ne- never got made because when they tried, they fucked it up immediately. I give it a 1.5 out of 5.
0: I, I, w- I was talking about how, you know, I was going with it as much as I could throughout yeah. the film. Like, I was I was with it in that opening scene, the ice skating. I was with it all the way up until... There was a point where Poison Ivy unplugged Frieza's wife, and I remember just being like, Yeah, I'm done. It was, I think, oh. I think it was her walk. Uh, and I just realized how shit she was. I was trying to hold on to those like fond memories of childhood of her being like this sexy, sexy mama and this movie being fucking awesome. Um, <laughs> it was so hard. It was so, this was, this was a hard thing for me to watch. I couldn't, I got bored. It's two hours long. We talk about this a lot.
1: So fucking long. Why are the Batman films so fucking long, honestly?
0: Like Jesus. really, an hour and a half for this sort of film is more than enough. I don't know why they thought they needed to go 2 hours, especially when this is clearly being aimed at kids because it is a toy commercial. Kids don't want to sit and watch a 2-hour film. Kids want to sit for the very most 90 minutes. And they just go crazy with it. So I really, really tried to give this a go and I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I did not enjoy this. This is not fun. It's just fucking silly. And uh, it's it's kind of funny because like Warner Brothers were like really happy with what this was to start with. And they were already fast tracking another sequel with Shoemaker at the Helm called Batman Triumphant. <laughs> Um, that was supposed to come out what? two years after that and that got quickly canned. What was it about? Uh, it was, it was going to have the Scarecrow in it. So basically, I think it was what Batman Begins is. But they really went back to the drawing board and fucking re- recreated everything. But Batman and Robin, it's as bad as people say. Stay away from it if you can. If you had fond memories of it as a kid, like I did, and you haven't gone back and watched it for this podcast, don't. Don't, watch, don't it. watch it. Just stick with what you remember. It's definitely better than what you'll see. 1.5, but as I always do, another 0. 0.5, because it is Batman, so I'd give it a 2.
1: That's too high for this film. <laughs> that is too high for this film.
0: I'm surprised that's you gave shit. it a 1.5. I thought you were going to go lower.
1: Nah, uh, it's Batman. To yeah, honest, that's, that's it. There is, we,
0: we keep going, it's like out of respect, because we love Batman, and that's why I, it, but, it automatically gets yeah. something. So, well, anyway... Well, we're done with the fucking, the original quadrilogy. We've finished a part of our retrospective. This is quite
1: Yay. Cool. Now um. we're doing the fun ones. The ones that are like real movies we can discuss and analyze. And I'm so excited. I'm so hyped. Fuck
0: yeah. Yeah, so from next week, we'll be reviewing the Christopher Nolan films. We'll be doing Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, and The Dark Knight Rises. And then we'll get on to Man of Steel. And then the week after that, it's finally Batman v Superman.
1: No, how we're only doing one superhero film because Superman is gay as fuck, and <laughs> Batman is a cooler villain to be, a cooler, cooler uh, hero to be. Quite honest, it is true, and that's exactly why we're doing it. Let's not lie to anyone. That's exactly why we're doing Batman instead. No one wants to fucking review superhero film. Our uh, Superman films, no,
0: <laughs> no well, one. Well, listen, now that we've finished off this initial quadrilogy, what's your number one? And watch you know, what? rate them off Wonderful. to four. Go.
1: Forever Returns, Batman, Batman and Robin.
0: Yeah, I'd probably go Batman Returns, Batman Forever, Batman, Batman and Robin. What was your favorite Batmobile?
1: Probably Returns. returns yeah, that was a good one.
0: Dope. With the, with the stilts? Taken out the Fuckin the paddles, up. taking out the stilts. I liked. Uh, I think I liked the Batman Forever one. I think that was the most badass for me.
1: Realistically, in all honesty, I know we haven't reviewed the film yet, but the Batman Begins Batmobile is my favorite. The one in the original, the, in the in the Dark Knight series, is my favorite Batmobile. The fucking Hummer kicks ass. God, that thing's. Cool.
0: We'll discuss. That's it. my favorite. We'll discuss it. I think it's more practical, but I don't think it's my favorite. I yeah. think the Batman Forever. We'll go into favorite.
1: it. I'm just telling you guys so you know. Where, like, I sit. The Batman Returns, Batman Bill is my favorite. It's the. Don't know. Anyway, <laughs> the Batsuit, I would go with Forever as well. The Batsuit, fucking. Most, most things. Aesthetically, most things in Forever were the most satisfying. Mm. I think. Yeah. I think Batman Returns had the best character development.
0: Batman uh, Returns? Well, Returns? For Batman? Forever. Oh, Forever.
1: Sorry, no, I um, like, I think I think returns had the best character development for every other character, yeah, but Batman, yeah, uh, but yeah,
0: good call. All right, well, uh, well, speaking of Batman Forever, did you see the the little Easter egg in Batman and Robin where there's part and the two-face Yeah, that was cool. I that did like cool. that. That was my favorite part of this movie because it reminded me of a much better film. <laughs> Okay, well let's get the fuck out of here, next week we're gonna get on to Batman Begins, so tune in for that shit, and until then, play the
1: music fish.
0: Listening to this episode of Fish and Connoisseur Movie. Fish and Connoisseur Movie does not own any rights to the film Batman and Robin. Its marketing or its soundtrack, and no infringement is intended. The track, a Batman overture, is performed by Elliot Goldenthal.